All right, welcome to a special edition of Dunn and Drew. It's our yearly tradition of reacting to Jaguars' new head coaching hire. Hopefully, we don't have to do this though again. For at least give me at least three years. years. At least yeah. three years, Doug. New, uh, new Doug, new Doug in town. <laughs> yeah, new Doug, new Jaguars. Um, man, I wanted I wanted out so bad. I can't really hear myself. There we go. I wanted out so bad. I, I came to you last night. I was like. Like and and I think I also saw some Jaguars fans say this. Low key, I wanted them to hire Rich. I was like, I oh, dare yeah, you, yeah. I dare you, shot hire Rich. You're like, I, they, everyone's like, I hope the Saints hire Doug. I hope we hire Rich. Everybody, burn it down, burn it to the ground. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to care anymore. Whole whole timeline yesterday was just. Was it yesterday? Last night Bef- before the hire, everyone was like, just end me. I'm not buying season tickets. You're never getting another dollar. Oh, it was because yesterday is when uh, I think it was yesterday. When Byron pulled oh, yes. his name out, yeah, yeah, and it was like it was meltdown season, <laughs> and <sighs> in in the same day, 10 p.m. Jags love doing this late night. Shit. I know. I want, I was in bed early again, <laughs> just like I was in bed early uh, the night Byron rumor started. I was like, let me get some sleep. But yeah, I didn't know if you were asleep yet when it dropped, so I, I texted you and uh, yeah, you thank were up you. For actually, I didn't see. I I'd chosen to. To be done with looking at my phone that night, put it down, and was watching um, Euphoria. Mm. And I was like, let me check my phone one more time. And I saw a text from you, and then I saw Schefter push note. I was subscribed to his tweets. I saw his tweet, like, listing out the head coaches that have been hired. Didn't see Jaguars on there. I was like, uh-oh, Jaguars is, like, probably further down on that list. Click it, because I got a text from Eric. Click it, and there's uh, Doug Peterson. Um, so yeah, like I said, I was so close to being done. I told Eric last night, I said, Hey, if it's rich Passaccia and he's probably a great coach, mm-hmm. but I don't just, it was just too underwhelming of a hire after all that we've been sitting through and waiting for to hire rich Passaccia after all that, it would have been like knowing that it was because of Trent Balky. Yeah. We handcuffed ourselves, but fell fell backwards into a, uh, Doug Peterson hire. And instead of, like I told you, I was going to be gathering all my Jags merch, putting it in the attic. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Uh, we'll watch Red Zone on Sundays. Go to away Jaguars <laughs> game so we spend money on other for we, other owners. We were sitting here yesterday planning our Jaguars 22 season because we knew that it wasn't just going to work out in our favor. Now, here we are instead with, of, uh, with a new energy. <laughs> yeah, and instead of me packing up Jags, my Jags merch memorabilia, we are uh, we're, we're unveiling Yes. We are unboxing new Jags merch. Yes. So this episode is brought to you by Dailies. <laughs> this is an episode. They provided us with these new merchandise items. In Andy's, in Andy's hand, he's got a brand new item. It's a windbreaker. Teal, black, this is white. really nice. White colorway. It's going to go great in the away games where we have wind. Probably Philly. Probably Washington. I needed a windbreaker so bad. And then I'm holding a brand new... They, Duval Light did a jersey collab with Dailies, but this is a brand new edition with teal stripes in it, if you guys can see. But we'll put it, we'll be putting the link to these in our description here. This is clean, boy. Look at the Jacksonville. This is the Doug Peterson pack. The Jacksonville on the back here. And we were we were just we were ready to to pack up our Jags merch, and here we are about to put on some new stuff for you. <laughs> um, try this on real quick. While you do that, I'm gonna call Mia because we had her on the podcast. What's shaking? Squeeze in here. Let's do it. 
Sorry, sorry, me. I didn't have my headphones on. What'd you say? I'm sure you said hello, but what'd you say? <laughs> I said, I said, let's do it. Oh, let's do it. All right. Thanks, Mia. That was Mia. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you still hear me? Yes, I can still hear you. So, you, so we got we got ten minutes. You doing a little? Is, you say what you're doing. You doing something? Are you going to be on ESPN or are you interviewing? No, no, I'm interviewing South. Interviewing South. Oh, okay. I'm with. That would be nice, right? No, we have Mike Garoppolo for those reasons. Uh, True. He was on with uh, he was on a, with SVP last night. I didn't even realize until I was driving into work this morning and uh, I heard the cold open to Jaguars today, and it was SVP and Garoppolo talking, and I was oh, like, okay. "So fun!" So that was awesome. Uh, so we had you on the podcast Tuesday. I'm so struggling and, with this. <laughs> and unfortunately, the pod we loved every bit of it, but it was very short-lived like our podcast usually are yeah that's why we wanted the news to break <laughs> while you were here we just needed to wait one more day but here we are we got you back all good it happened uh so when do you expect the press conference to happen do you have any idea uh, i don't want to speak out of turn but uh, a little bird told me it will most likely be on saturday um oh, that's the interesting con- the cons are literally on their way to pick up doug peterson as we speak okay. it is un. To my knowledge, he is at his house in South Florida. He does also maintain a residence in New Jersey. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm going to assume he's in Florida because I know that's where they met for the second interview. Um, so I would assume he should be here in Jacksonville any moment as we speak. Um, and my assumption is that they will be doing the press conference tomorrow, um, which is obviously very unorthodox to do it on a Saturday. But mm-hmm. knowing the Super Bowl week is coming and also know- knowing the fact that he's got to get a staff together, they got to start getting the front office together. Uh, because a lot of other teams already have a leg up on them in that category. For real, yeah. Uh, question, do you think they fell backward into this? Oh, and also, do you think Spielman will be joining them Saturday? I do believe Rick Spielman will be joining them. I actually Woo! expected that to break this morning. It has not been officially finalized. Uh, and speaking to people over at TIA Bank Field this morning, there's a sigh of relief in the air that they feel like they at least have some direction. Mm-hmm. And I would think that, you know, obviously that stems from the head coaching search, but I think it also stems from knowing that they have someone in the front office that when they go to sell tickets and season tickets to prospective fans, they can say, well, hey, look, like here, you know, we have someone because let's be real, Trent Bulky's still there. And so they're still going to have to deal with that pushback. It sounded like to me, the game plan is starting to be formulated in terms of what their playbook will be. Um, because they know Rick Spielman's in the fold. Okay, and the next question: Do you think they fell ass backwards into this game plan, or do you think, yeah. or, or do you think, okay? Mm. Gotcha. Right, well, I maintain, I maintain what I said on the pod the other night, which is I think they had a plan all along. I think the plan, you know, the problem was was like God was like, I'm going to interview every single person this side of the Atlantic because I feel like last year I didn't respect the search when I literally just interviewed Urban and everyone else was more or less a sham, um, and so. I just think he let it get away from him in many regards. Um, he really didn't – he knew what he wanted, but then he allowed that like that broad scope that he wanted to have to get in the way. Um, like I said on the pod, I firmly believe from the get-go he wanted a coach who had previous head coaching experience. That's what he ended up with, so I'm sure it'll be fun that way. The whole courtship with Byron Lefwich, Shot is also a sucker for nostalgia. See Tom Coughlin – the, I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, so it wasn't surprising that they danced with Byron. Um, I just really was optimistic that Byron, if nothing else, may have been 
the catalyst to say clearly Trent Baalke is not going to work with the current organization and the structure as is. And maybe that's what it is. And maybe that's the way they'll spin it because they are bringing in Rick Spielman, who by many accounts, because he and Doug Peterson have the same agent, maybe it was Doug saying in that first interview, because Doug Peterson was the first interview, maybe he said to them then, I think you need to get someone else. They didn't believe him. And Mm. then when it happened with Byron, they were like, Oh my God, Doug was right. Let's go back to Doug. And maybe that's or the way they just fire bulky. So crazy. Right. It, that, that would be the obvious one, right? Uh, because all 12 candidates, aside, well, 11 out of 12, sorry, Bill O'Brien, 11 out of 12 <laughs> had trepidation about working with a guy. And like, that's a red flag to me. But it's the Jag, so they carried on. And now, you know, you just have to hope and pray that A, Rick Spielman is coming in to neuter bulky and essentially make him a glorified scout or B, that he has been brought in to fire Trent Balky. Yes, just like you mentioned on the pod, you said Spielman should be coming in to fire Balky because Shad Khan just won't do it himself for whatever reason. Correct, correct. All right, Mia, uh, do, you, do, you expect the, do you expect the meet you and your peers to be as hard on Shad after uh, if he sits next to Spielman, uh, Doug Peterson, and Trent Balky? Uh, how do you expect the media to react? To shot you know, that's the funny part, Andy. I woke up this morning and I was like, man, I was hell wrath and fury on Dunn and Drew the other night. Like, screw this guy, screw that guy. I'm like, if we walk in there and we're like, come on, God, we love you. It's like, you know, like I said, he's a nice guy. Like, I'm not out to get him. I'm out to hold him responsible for the fact that he literally has an employee that no one will give a positive reference for. And yet he's still employing said employee. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, I, I do still plan on referring to Trent Balky in front of his face as a roadblock. Um, but maybe my tone will be a little bit more <laughs> yeah. gentle because, because I'm sure Shad is going to spin it that, you know, this yep. is his plan all along. And, and to his credit and to, I, again, I have not spoken to Doug Peterson or Rick Spielman, but my interpretation of the situation is indeed that, these are two older gentlemen in their late fifties, not older, but you know, middle age. Um, they have families, and they, they had to really think about this because for both of them, this is probably their last or second to last job they're going to have in their professional career. Um, and so, I'm sure Shad will spin it as they needed time to think about it. We needed time to think about it, so we talked to everyone else, and then it came together in this last yeah. week. I'm sure that's the way they're going to spin it. Mm. You can't hold either of those men you know responsible for the actions of an organization they were not employed by yet at that time um and moreover you can't be mad at them for taking their own time to come up with you know what what they wanted from this organization because the two of them have been wildly successful in other organizations and let's be real you're looking at this one from thirty thousand feet above and you're like i'm not so sure about that um so you can't really blame either of them for dragging their feet a little bit but you can still be frustrated with the Jags and how they drag their feet in the process. Yep. And I am, uh, Mia, thank you so much uh, yes, for making, again. for squeezing this in. We needed to have you on cause, uh, we, ha- we needed to do a rebound. We need a rebound, uh, from Tuesday's podcast. So I'm glad you were able to make some time before your interview. Yes. Thank you. Mia. Always, always friends, always friends. And if any other friends of the pod need me, I don't think I'll be sleeping for another 78, 72 <laughs> yeah. hours or whatever it is. So give me a call. I'll be around. Look forward to Saturday's press conference. Me too. Yep. Fingers crossed. You heard it here first. But yeah. Let's hope it actually is Saturday. True. All right. All right. Take, Take care. You. Bye. Later. Yeah, at the very least, Shad Khan has to, you know, answer the question of why did it take so long. But 
I'm sorry that, <laughs> that the jacket took so long for Andy to put on. <laughs> that was so awkward. I was starting to sweat. And it's, I think there's something with the, I have to like loosen the, the cuff before putting it on. And I was very hard to do sitting down. So, all right. Doug Peterson, new coach. People, obviously, every time a new hire happens with the Jags, people just flood our mentions and say, what's your reaction? Well, initially, I'm not sure yet because I don't want to get too ahead of myself because I'm still recovering from our overexcitement from the urban hire. And I know... Yeah, the, that, that looked bad. And <laughs> I, I, understand, back back I understand Doug's credentials. I understand he's a Super Bowl winning head coach and he did it with a quarterback who's... You know, Nick Foles, who's been like certified backup his entire career. And I know we all wanted Byron Leftwich, and this is definitely, you know, 1B from the rest of the options that we had. These were my top two from the beginning. Yeah, Doug Peterson, everybody knows who he is. He's got the Super Bowl winning trophy. I get all that. But it's just, if you look at the Jags the past decade and on, it's, it doesn't matter who has come in this building. It just has not worked out, and I don't understand why. I don't understand um, why there hasn't been a candidate that's been able to win games and bring in players and, and create a culture that can win. So until it happens, um, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, be overly excited once again and drink the Kool-Aid because my guard's up, and it's going to stay up until the Jags can show me that they can win not consistently yet, but just win because last season ruined me. Absolutely ruined me. I have never been so down bad as a Jags fan until last year. And you guys saw me crying at the Cardinals game. <laughs> and we, we went to the Bengals game. We had a lead. Crying. I thought, you know, we were going to do, you know, do something good, like during, for the remainder of the season. And I just kept going to games and kept losing, kept not scoring. And it just went all bad. And there was a point, I think, at the Colts game when I just – had drank too much and, you know, puked up blood and just <laughs> and felt bad after the Colts lost because that was another potential winning game. And I was just like, yeah, this this is not it. This is this is not the route I want to go down for the rest of the season. And the rest of the season was absolutely atrocious besides the clown game. So um, you can imagine after going to 14 games in person as a Jags fan, I'm not drinking the Doug Peterson Kool-Aid. I got nothing against the guy understand his credentials as an NFL head coach. But until I see the other coaches that we hire, until I see this GM being signed and Balky potentially gone, hopefully, and see this draft and free agency, and um, I don't care what these players say in the interviews. I don't care what happens in training camp. I want to see some mother damn dub. We've got to keep a little clean here. we got a little spot. But I need to see some Ws, y'all. I need some Ws. So – I, I've seen the hype with the Jags fans saying, I'll take it because this is, you know, the 1B candidate that we wanted. Super Bowl winning kid reiterated as, as long as I can go for. But for me personally, pump the brakes. Well, I wasn't jumping for joy just because the process wore me out. It, the process screamed dysfunction and successful organizations are successful from the top down. And if, if this is what our top looks like, you know, trickling down, there's not much genius to be trickled down to the bottom. Uh, but sometimes you can fall backwards into a, in a, into a good situation. Maybe that's what they did here. I'm still wait and see. I'm not going to read any puff pieces on Doug <laughs> Peterson to get myself excited like I would, like I did for Gus Bradley. I'm a smarter fan now. I'm a uh, weathered fan. And it's just a wait and see. I don't give a, I don't give a crap about <laughs> off-season, training camp. I need to see it in the regular season. Um, but he was – 
my top two yeah. in my top two candidates, him and Byron. Um, and to speak for the reasons you mentioned, he he worked he Carson Wentz when he was healthy, he was MVP caliber uh, quarterback. He fixed up the Philly mess after Chip Kelly, kind of similar to what we got going here. Um, he beat the Patriots. He outdueled Bill Belichick and Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl. Uh, he did it with Foles, and he has that Super Bowl ring. Um, it's just a big yeah, but higher because of the clouds that are still overhead right. named Trent Baalke. And still, it's just crazy. National media, local media fans, they know they know Trent Baalke. Some, somehow, Baalke has convinced Shad otherwise and to keep him around. If Spielman, which according to Dilla... Uh, Rick Spielman is on the way. He's uh, not like literally on the way physically, but Dilla tweeted this morning, Spielman deal almost wrapped up, going to do their presser together. And if the presser Saturday, that's tomorrow. Uh, so hopefully we get this out um, soon for you. Listen to before this ages real mm-hmm. quick. <laughs> How is, Sp- is Spielman going to be above Doug and Balky, which I'm expecting, but but there's also rumors that Balky recruited Spielman. Uh-huh. Why would Balky recruit Spielman to be above him? That would be weird. And if he's below him, what's below a GM for a guy like Spielman? So I feel like Spielman's going to be con- in control of the of the roster and personnel and coaches and well, the, you know Doug Peterson and Doug Peterson and Balky will work together. And I think Spielman will have the ultimate say on the draft picks and uh, the trades. And yes, please. He, yeah, he got Dalvin Cook, Harrison Smith, Justin Jefferson, feeling undrafted. He's got a good eye. Uh, unfortunately, Vikings have always been mid, but they've been they've been winning and they've made playoffs. Um, but you know, the same thing that Urban came with is still stands with Doug Peterson. All the bullet points. You know, Trevor Lawrence still here. Now he's in his second year. One year of, I don't know, whatever the hell happened last year. I don't even know if we can call that experience, but um, still got the money, still got the fan base, and you couldn't have come into a better situation. Again, Doug Peterson, and you're taking over for Urban Meyer's mess. So um, I saw that if he gets five wins, he'll be fifth all-time in the Jags coaching win list. So I think it's just three. Three, yes, three. So the bar is very low for you, Doug. I saw you know some people reply to me saying that they're happy with five wins. I guess that is an improvement. I'm but, not. That's um, stupid. I'm not either. I, I, probably kidding, but it's stupid. No, he was dead ass. But yeah. um, I'm back on the seven to nine win train, you know. If <laughs> if you're getting <laughs> – he said, there's only two more than five. But, I mean, if you're hiring a guy like Doug Peterson and we're giving him all this credit for his credentials then, you know, and you have Spielman and you have the draft picks and the money, do something with it. You know, train Trevor, coach this man. And show everybody the talent that he is. Show us this wonder boy that came out of Clemson. And until we see that, I'm not going on the hype train because I don't want to look like a fool again. So show me what you got, Doug. Show me what you got. I'll be at the games. I was very close to not going to any home games. I was just going to go to the home opener and say sayonara. But, you know, Jags have a – they're very good at, you know, keeping me reeled in here for some reason. Even after all that last season, they they kept us waiting and waiting and waiting for – Weeks, we were at the point of just leaving altogether, and then the same day that they announced that Byron Leftwich is pulling out of the uh, consideration, they say, "Boom, we got, we're going to get Doug Peterson." Then, so are they playing games with the fan base. Part of me thinks yes, but we deserve it, I guess. Uh, here's some Doug Peterson uh, trivia for you. He's born January 31st, 1968. 
in Bellingham, Washington. He went to the University of Louisiana at Monroe. He's six foot three, which is, oh, that's good. Oh. See, see eye to eye, whichever. <laughs> uh, throws right hand, right handed quarterback who played for the Packers, Browns, Eagles, and Dolphins. Uh, 54.8 completions percentage. We could let's we could up that up, Doug. Uh, <laughs> let's hope Trevor's a little better than that. Played 100 games, threw 19 picks, only 12 touchdowns. Thanks. Looks like Trevor's rookie year. Uh, and and threw for 2,700 yards in, in the. But you know his resume is not was not the NFL is coaching, but uh, yeah. because people, people tried to say that about Byron. I was like, oh, he's a bad QB. How's he gonna go? Eh, not the same thing. It is crazy that like great coaches weren't necessary that were players weren't necessarily great players. Yeah. Um like Jordan Palmer is like the number one quarterback's coach that quarterbacks go to in the offseason. He wasn't anything special. <laughs> and Dan Orlovsky is a great, you know, anal- an analyst of of plays and he was trash. Oh, so are we. And we didn't even play in the league. Yeah. But hopefully this mini episode is you know on time. And something doesn't drop while we're speaking or while we're editing. So, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in, if, unless you have something else. Well, we covered Spielman. Uh, so, if that drops, we're chilling. Because we talked about it. Yes. Alluded to it. And that's it. Let's go get some ice cream. All right. Uh, you guys can get these dailies merch items in the description. We got a windbreaker and a Duval Light jersey. Check that out. Shout out dailies for it. We're going to be repping them on game days and at tailgates and wherever else you may see us. So, um, enjoy the weekend, guys. Pro Bowl. Until next time, this has been Dun and Drew, baby. Take care. Do- Let me check. <laughs>